0: You are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry
1: sure good day beautiful bountiful beloved immortal beings and good Good looking people. Remember, you're good looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And then you found good in abundance, overflowing. Oh, especially today. This is a mighty delicious podcast you're going to be involved with. And, uh, I want to applaud you because what you've done is to use your most valuable asset, your time, to consciously and conscientiously tune into the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore. And you know that on this show, we discuss the three fundamentals of life. And when you use these three fundamentals, you will be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> and these three fundamentals, of course, are, number one, life. Your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, number two happens. Now, this case is a good number two. You go MAD. Now, MAD is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. Lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental is to uncover the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Simple example, right now, this wonderful show, The Joy of Living, is carried around the world through this amazing medium called the internet. Now, you're being joined right now, by the way, by approximately 348,613 people, and many more coming on before we bring on wonderful Carolyn and talking about mighty delicious. But right now, the world is listening. How's it doing? And through the internet, ask anybody, what is WWE? W stands for, and very much has to do with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. Now, in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for, what a wonderful world. And what a is a word, right? W-H-A-T-A. And thank you, of course, to Louis Armstrong Satchel for enabling that song to go viral and not just touch tens of millions, hundreds of millions, billions of people around the planet. And whenever you hear the opening bars of what a wonderful world. What do you do right away? You can't help but just smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words you could ever integrate, utilize, and leverage in your life, because smile is an acronym that stands for seeing miracles in life every day, every day. Now, recently I spoke uh, to group. We have 1,172 people in the audience. And I'm telling you a story about Barry Shore, lots of high energy and hugging and all kinds of stuff. And I tell the story about seeing miracles in life every day. Some people raise their hands and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been here for hours or haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can barely do that. Do you have water to drink? Do you have food, tea, a place to sleep, family, friends? Every single one of those is a miracle. And what's the proof? Simple as proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching or you're listening, you didn't. If we have an obligation to live life to the full, to live exuberantly. Again, you'll be happier, healthier, and wealthier. So I just want to tell you a quick story. <clears throat> Imagine if you can, the story about me. Imagine if you can standing up in the morning, hale and hardy, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital totally, completely paralyzed from the neck down. It's called being a quadriplegic. Nothing in my body moved. I can only communicate by blinking my eyes. I was 144 days in the hospital. I was two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over by myself. Four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, my hips to my ankles, and that was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand, so I'm a tripod, not a biped. Can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. And I have helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice, positive, purple, so powerful, and pleasant, all because of this one word, smile. I got to tell you a cute one. <laughs> my eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago and she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? I thought about it. Smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? Ask her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. Out of the mouth of an eight-year-old. What was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. Now, CREATE is a wonderful acronym and stands for Causing, Rethinking, Enabling All to Excel. It's what we call a shift in perspective. Now, shift is an amazing word. The title of my new book called Oh, Shift. And you got to keep your F in place or the other stuff happens. You know, be careful with your Fs. Shift perspective just a little bit. And then you'll be able to internalize, utilize, and leverage the six most important words you'll ever learn. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation will determine the pathway of your life and the trajectory. Now, before we bring on wonderful, amazing Carolyn to discuss with us about mighty delicious and great stuff for you, I want to urge everybody to understand that I do use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter "fu" word, and I do it because it's fun and the shock value. Now, of course, the four-letter words that we use because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant are love. Life, hope, free gift, pray, play, swim. <laughs> and the four letter FU word is fun. Fun, yes. FU, capital N, capital N. So after the show, when you see your family and friends, I want you to point your finger and say, FU, everybody. But add right away, capital N, capital N. I so, said, What are you talking about? So well, listen to Barry Shore and the joy of living. He, and he wants to teach the world to F you. Capital N, capital N. They'll be opening to discuss what we're going to talk about today, which is mighty licious, baby. Now, before we bring on amazing Carolyn, I want to urge everybody to use the two most important words in the English language most important, most powerful. I want you to use them three times a day, consciously and conscientiously. They are thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and nurture kindness. Imagine you walk into your coffee shop, you order your fancy latte, and you sit down, somebody brings it to you. Say thank you. Go to the coffee shop, you order your fancy latte. A couple of minutes go by, nobody brings it. You go to the kind and say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot, we were so busy. You'll bring it, sit down, another minute goes by, somebody brings it, you So say thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. It's raining out. Somebody holds the door open for you. You say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. Somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're late to the appointment. You're in traffic. Somebody cuts you off. You say, thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, yes, (laughs) thank you. To harmonize and nurture Kindness. Kind is a fabulous acronym. It stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of anybody, anybody that inspires noble deeds more than wonderful, fabulous, amazing Carolyn Hayler. Carolyn, please say hello to three hundred and sixty-six thousand nine hundred and twenty-two people around the world.
2: Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening.
1: Well. Carolyn is so understated, but she is a powerhouse, and I am so honored and humbled that she agreed to be on the show today, and we're going to be discussing things that really touch the very being, because remember we talked about the six most important words, Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you respond to any given situation. I'm going to tell three things about Carolyn. One of them is going to make her smile, um, but the other, but all three of them are interesting. Number one, she went to a place called Colby College. Now, there are hundreds of thousands of people around the world who have no idea what I just said. I know exactly where Colby College is, and I've been there. Ah, see, I got I got the response. If you're watching, you see her because I I'm born in. Dorchester, Boston, Massachusetts, raised in Brookline. And I had friends who lived in Waterville, Maine.
2: (laughs) Wow, water, you even know where it is. (laughs) Right. And
1: and Colby is just, it's a great school. And you went there for arts and such like that. So you're an artist, as we say. You know, I can do the accent still, you're an artist. But the other interesting point is that she went to the Yale School of Management. Now, if you've ever heard of Yale, then you're not living in the world. So you can still look it up. But it's not <laughs> a simple place to get into and to graduate from and to learn. It's Yale School of Management. And then she worked at Wall Street <laughs> in equity and for a stockbroker. And all of that is preamble. You hear this? It's all preamble to what the reason she's here today and what she's doing in the world, which is delivering healthy, beneficial product in the form of cookies. So this, she's not Mrs. Fields. This is a different kind of cookie. Those cookies can kill you if you have celiac disease or you have an allergic reaction to gluten. So I'm going to talk less and have Carolyn speak more because she's absolutely beautiful. If you're watching, you're enjoying her smile. And if you're just listening, well, you'll listen to a great voice. But let's just jump right in, wonderful Carolyn, and and discuss, first of all, what happened for you. I don't want to say to you. Obviously, that's the way people did, But for you, when at an age, let's say, I'm just making it up and saying you were 25. I don't know what the age was. And you are now pronounced by your doctor or doctors that you have celiac disease, which Mm -hmm. most people, 99.2% of the world can't spell it. Celiac is C-E-L-I-A-C, celiac disease. It affects, I think I looked it up, about 200,000 people every year. So it's a growing population, unfortunately. And it has all kinds of ramifications and and negative responses to eating gluten, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is in a, in many products, if not most products, manufactured as processed food. Mm-hmm. And it can lead to um, heightened nerve damage and neuropathy and such, which is what even I can- had when I, even that's can- how yeah. I became paralyzed. So mm-hmm. I know a little bit about this stuff. So let's just jump right in and say, less Barry, more Marilyn, and let's just, uh, Marilyn, Carolyn, and let's just... Please educate us about celiac disease, how it happened for you, and now let's talk about response. Let's just begin the process of the journey. Okay? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I, as you stated, I um, was not born with celiac disease or any kind of food allergies at all, Um, I lived a very full life and ate everything in the eighties and nineties, which most of which was not good for us back then. Um, I had the opportunity to study abroad in Italy. I've lived in Switzerland. I've eaten all of the cakes and the pastries and the baguettes and the beer at the baseball games, all the things. And I love food. It's part of our culture and it's even if you're not a food lover per se, once it's taken away from you, you start to appreciate how important it is to your everyday life um, and just to your mood and to your mental health and all physical health, mental health, all, food is part of all of these things. Um, and so when I was, I was 32, when I was diagnosed with celiac disease. I'm and so
1: you said 32?
2: I was 32 years old. Yep.
1: 32. Um, of, high, the height of youth.
2: At the height of use, I was—that was the strongest I'd ever been. But at the time, um, I'd become the weakest. And you say it was a something that happened. Like it was actually finding out with celiac disease was actually a gift because I was so ill that my doctor looked at me and said, "Maybe you have HIV." And this was after nine months of testing. And I was like, "Maybe you should have tested for that, (laughs)
1: like (laughs) sooner." It's only nine months, like so giving yeah. birth. Hello.
2: Yeah, and my—I mean, my hair was falling out. My skin had turned oh my gray. God. My immune system was failing. I—I I was incredibly ill and in a lot of physical pain. Um, and so HIV wasn't a ridiculous guess, given that every other test we'd done had come back negative, including um, dairy and gluten and all those things. Um. I finally went in for a colonoscopy and endoscopy, and they found the antibodies in my colon and diagnosed me with Celiac disease. And so that was actually a joyous day for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, I want to put this in context just to unpack something. First of all, colonoscopy, I've had two done. Um, It's not what you call something you look forward to on your calendar, (laughs) by the same token, You just heard how wonderful Carolyn is and what now she's going to be able to do with this process that the colonoscopy was joyful because the result was beneficial. And now she can choose how she wants to respond to this.
2: Absolutely. Life is definitely about choices and how you respond to things. And I was diagnosed, I think like two days before Thanksgiving and as you stated, gluten is in everything. Even though I'd done elimination diets, um, because we're sort of just guessing and trying to figure things out, I didn't realize that gluten is in things like Coca-Cola. It's in caramel color. So it's in Coca-Cola, it's in ginger ale, um, it's in soy sauce, because we use wheat to um, to create soy sauce. Um, it's in spices. Like, I've been glutened by cinnamon before, where gluten is a term we say when you're trying to avoid gluten and it gets you. Um, Where I was sprinkling cinnamon. The only ingredients on the label say cinnamon on my coffee. So a sprinkle of cinnamon on my coffee in the morning was causing me to react. And why would you think that there's gluten in coffee? And you don't because what I learned once you like once you're like this is my thing, you learn a lot about it. Gluten is used as a color, so it's in caramel color. It's in ginger ale. I actually just learned that it's in ginger ale because ginger ale isn't even brown. It's a in caramel color, it's used as a preservative. So it can be in things like cold cuts. It could be in your deli meats. Um, it's also a filler. So it can be in things like cinnamon um, where, you know, large companies are able to skim a few cents off the off the bottom line by f- using gluten, which is cheaper than a spice as a filler. So it ends up like, I love sushi. They put gluten in um, imitation crab Like, why would imitation crab have gluten in it? But it does. Um, All of these things have gluten in them. So it becomes this educational process for how do I now nourish my body? And for me, i had been a lifelong athlete. I do, at the time, i had taken up CrossFit. I run five miles in the park every day. And
1: just your regular person walking around completely, totally healthy.
2: And then my immune system was failing me Um, and I was in um, gluten also causes inflammation. So my joints were inflamed or hurt to get out of bed. My stomach was, was um, bloated to the point of pain. Like I couldn't close my, my um, pants, my hair was falling out, all of those things. The second I knew I had celiac disease, I was like, okay, I'm only going to eat fruit, things that come off trees, things that are pulled out of the ground, meats from the butcher. Right, kosher meat from the butcher. I know that
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the whole route. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Every nothing else. And within 48 hours, my body began healing itself. The color but came
1: back. I, I want to unpack something here because again, I'm gonna make categorical statements. you can say, Barry Shaw, interesting, but you're all wet. The ability for the body to heal itself is so powerful. That when you combine what you did, wonderful Carolyn, which is your mind, and making a decision, saying I'm going to eat things that I know K N O W will not have gluten in them, i.e., fruit from the tree, fresh meat from the butcher, kosher even. I mean all you know the highest level of stuff. Mm -hmm. And guess what the body said to you? Thank you, my beloved it's Carolyn. So, I'm going grateful. to give you back what you deserve, which is your life, your health. Yes. Is that yes. fair to say that your mind and body combined? Because without your mind, you see, if you weren't thinking about it and really understanding what to do. Well, then you're just going to suffer. But right. you, you chose not to suffer. You see, this is the genius of it. And your body responded Quickly.
2: Immediately. It was, it was like, my brother is a paramedic and my sister is also in the medical field, my little sister. And they were like, amazed. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> you they saw me for Thanksgiving. They're like, we can't, we can't believe how much better you look. And it had been 48 hours. Um, and another thing about celiac disease, there's gluten intolerance. Celiac disease is, disease is an autoimmune disease. And one of the reasons, it will kill me if I don't manage it. It's not something to be messed around with. I create antibodies that attack my colon and destroy. The reason why it's called celiac, there's cilia in the colon that absorb the nutrients from the food. I create antibodies that destroy those cilia. So the more gluten that I consume, the less my body is actually able to physically absorb nutrition. So So I'm
1: I'm, I'm interested in something, if I may, just to, because I I believe I'm speaking now for hundreds of thousands of people. And I I say this not mockingly, but is there not some sort of test that one could do like a blood test and you look at the thing and say, oh, well, guess what? Your panel shows that you have celiac disease. There's nothing like that at all.
2: No, they did. And I took it and it was negative. So there's a lot of people you need to go.
1: You needed to go deep inside of you your being.
2: Actually, had to physically go find the antibodies through the colonoscopy. <sighs> yeah, and there's a lot of people because I talk. Obviously, I talk to people who have gluten. There's also gluten intolerance, which is an allergy, and a lot of those people I believe have celiac disease. They're just not diagnosed with it because they didn't have a colonoscopy. And by the way, colonoscopy and endoscopies are expensive and procedures, right? So it's not, you have to make a schedule with a surgeon. You have to take the entire day off of work. There's a lot of practical things that are, you know, not easy for many people. I'm fortunate. I work in finance. I have the capital and the time and the PTO to be able to manage that. I was also a single person, but if you're a mom or someone who is working more from paycheck to paycheck, that's not an easy thing to do. So I was very lucky that I had the privilege to be able to um, get those procedures and define that diagnosis. A lot of people are just living with celiac disease, not knowing they have it, and managing the symptoms the best they can. Um, so
1: let's take a pause here, and we're going we're going to just take a short break. You should um, go and listen to our sponsors, and if you can, use their services because we wouldn't have them on if we didn't trust them. They're really good, and we're going to come back, and we're going to learn about. Carolyn's response to this, and you're just going to be amazed because it's mighty delicious. on the other <laughs> side So We'll be right back after this brief message. Don't go away. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, everybody. You know me, Barry Shore, and you know my story. Standing up in the morning, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound that night, being in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed. Talk about a change of life. I was faced with lots of issues, difficulties, paths forward if there was to be one. And I'm here to tell you that finding advice from professional people makes all the difference, certainly in my life. And I would urge everybody to consider doing so in your life. And if you've ever had the opportunity to find someone or some two people that are really matched up with you, then you know what makes a difference. I urge you to consider using BetterHelp. BetterHelp, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill in a brief questionnaire, I've done it, to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. This is your opportunity to make a difference and become the best you possible. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash joy of living today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P dot com forward slash joy of living better help h e l p dot com forward slash joy of living best wishes bye now good day beautiful bountiful beloved little beings and good looking people maybe good looking because you're always looking for and finding good a cup runneth over with good her name is carolyn and she has been discussing with us things that she's gone through in life and finally finding out that she has celiac disease, which attacks the very being. It's an autoimmune disease like I have, which attacked me and caused me to be completely paralyzed. So I know from autoimmune diseases, it's just, it's a catch all, but she has something called celiac disease, which means that when she ingests things that have gluten, she's literally attacking her body and killing herself. So what did Carolyn do? Okay, Carolyn, what did you do? You created. You're so mighty. What did you do?
2: Yeah, I um I decided to leave my comfy job in finance and become an entrepreneur. And it was it wasn't immediate. So I was diagnosed in 2012. I um, incorporated my company in 2017, and over that time, I learned to live with um, celiac disease. I learned how to manage the disease. I learned how to to, um, nourish myself, what type of foods that I could, um, enjoy. And when you do have an elimination diet, like you're gluten-free or you're vegan for various reasons, any type of lifestyle, you know, there is a lot you miss out on in, in things that even I didn't anticipate not missing out on. Like, um, I am a Yankees fan and going to the, Ball game is important to me. And not being able to drink a beer at a Yankees game actually is really sad for me. I didn't think that. Wait a minute. I
1: can believe it. it By the way, you used a fascinating phrase, an elimination diet. In other words, the diet was to heal you, to cure you. And anybody who chooses to become, let's say, a vegan or a paleo, whatever they decide to do, you're eliminating other choices, yes. and that elimination diet now, at one of the same time, constricts you and focuses you, yes. and recognize. Okay, you can't go out for a beer with the kids or have pizza. I don't. I'm not making it exactly. up. About no, pizza. yeah, I you can't have
2: pizza. You can have birthday cake anymore. Right. right. These are these are like, and you realize you start to realize you used to look as, at food as like this daily thing you did and part of your routine, and then you realize how important food is and as part of ceremony. And it's not food. Is obviously part of like very deliberate ceremonies, but food is also part of like just everyday ceremony, like a beer at a baseball game or a cupcake at a party, right? Or a it's, cookie. Or a Hello, cookie. who a cookie doesn't love cookies? Tired at the end of the day, and you <laughs> need something to make you smile, right? And so, a lot of the things that are comforting are made out of wheat. Let's just be honest about it. Pasta is comforting. Cookies are comforting. Bread is comforting beer is comforting these are all comfort foods these are things that we turn to when we need a little bit of support it's a it's a mental it's emotional support at times um and that's okay. A cookie—that's a cookie—is supposed to make you smile, and make you happy. Uh, a beer is supposed to be a part of a fun activity. It's supposed to be a little bit relaxing. It's blowing off steam. All of these things are important to a healthy lifestyle. And when you have celiac disease, or have Crohn's disease, or many other autoimmune disease, or um, out there that require an elimination diet, you lose the ability to, like, just chill.
1: <laughs> I, I, I personally. I- because of my situation later in life, I became adult diabetes. Mm-hmm. So I have some sense of this. Obviously, I, I'm i not strict on it. Not obviously. And you that's why we, that,
2: that, these but little One of the
1: things that, that I want to have you really discuss now is something that you made me aware of. It's called the Better For You Marketplace. Yes. There's a whole world, and I'm going to make a, a, an interesting distinction here. I think you're going to smile. So, I, I like doing um, research and things like that. And recently, I was on a show and we discussed something called mistakes. And one of the mistakes, the famous mistake, is how the potato chip came into being. And it was a famous story. It happened in Saratoga, New York. And it was a chef who didn't uh, like what the particular patron said about the way he prepared french fries. So, he sliced the potatoes super thin and put them in oil and served it. Nobody had ever done that before. And voila, potato chips were born. Well, potato chips is a $34 billion business today, and they are not that good for you. Now, okay, (laughs) everyone knows that. There is a whole other world that you made me aware of, thank you, called the better for you. Those three words, better for you marketplace. Mm -hmm. Snacks and things like that, Mm -hmm. which thank God is a $39 billion industry. So you're part of the better for you market, right?
2: Absolutely. That's we are a better for you product. And I want to be clear about better for you. It's not a, this is not a diet product. You can't eat a right. whole bag of cookies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, wait a so minute. Happy. That is the warning. The warning label is <laughs> don't eat a bag of these cookies and think that you're doing something that's going to cure you yeah, of yeah. anything. Yeah. You can, it's a dessert.
2: And so I think that that's, that's something I want to be upfront about um, and honest about because um, it is better for you than the alternative. It is not the same health benefits of eating broccoli and carrots. (laughs) Um, Wait a minute.
1: You're telling us inside baseball, she's making a broccoli and carrot cookie. Okay. I am
2: not. No, no. My cookie is made out of butter, palm oil, and sugar. There's- Yes, there's this better for you category. And it's, it's you know, people who are in this elimination or lifestyle diet, whether it's gluten or vegan or things like that, know it very well. But it's becoming much more mainstream as the general public is becoming more aware of how food impacts their mental health, their physical health, their everyday well-being. And they're wanting better alternatives and they want things without hydrogenated oil and preservatives and colors and things that they know based on their research are not good for them, but they still want food that tastes good. And that's where I really saw the opportunity in the market. I had been gluten-free for five years by 2017. I've been working very long hours, living a very stressful life, managing... that.
1: I want to put you on pause just a moment. Everything you just heard from Carolyn it means she's a true entrepreneur. That's what entrepreneurs do. They work long hours, stressful life, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, because she's on a mission. Yes. When you're yes. mission driven, this is what happens. Thank And by the way, thank you for doing this. So talk to us about what first of all, how do you even think of this? Why cookies?
2: Yeah, no, I don't know. So I've always baked like my, my interest. So I have an art degree and I have a degree in economics. I've always been interested in business and sort of the intersection of like art and science. I think that's all very fascinating. Um, I love finance um, because while it's very numerical, you're Finance is ultimately making people's dreams come true, whether you're giving them a loan for a house or you're issuing um, a bond for a company to buy a new building. All of these things are attached to people's dreams and making things happen. And I love that. That's something that makes me really excited and happy. Um, So I'm living with this disease. I'm buying these products that are very expensive. A package of gluten-free cookies can cost 9 to $10, whereas like Oreos cost $3.99. Um, very expensive. And I was finding that the products were just not even edible. Like I would buy the, the cookies and a cookie is sugar, butter, and flour, right? That's not complicated. Um, it should taste good. We're genetically programmed to enjoy Sugar, (laughs) butter, and flour. Um, And I would throw them out. They were so gross. Like I wouldn't even continue. So wait
1: a minute. You're telling me things were overpriced, not tasty, and yet people were buying because on some level there was no real good alternative, i.e. opportunity in the marketplace.
2: It's a captive audience you have when you have an autoimmune disease or an allergy. And in my opinion, companies were exploiting that. Um, and I literally, I was, you know, working at the time I was working at a hedge fund, which I was, did not like, didn't like the culture, didn't like the people. Um, it was Christmas time. So I had been shopping all day and it was, I looked at my watch. It was like three in the afternoon and I'm online and there's like a hundred people in front of me and I'm starving. I'm tired. I'm unhappy in my job. And so I see this package of gluten-free cookies and a cookie on the, like, as I'm waiting in line. So I grab them and a cookie is supposed to make you happy. What I needed in this moment is like to smile, um, I it smile, like
1: remember, so smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. That's yes. what you <laughs> reach for when you took when you went for that cookie. It
2: a miracle, yes. Um, so I so I take grab the package and it's in this be- beautiful packaging and it says, you know, artisanal and made by a, an executive chef. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be great. It's so bad that I spit it out, it was so gross, it was so terrible. Um, I mean, it was gluten free.
1: Like, the whole point yes, was it was yeah. gluten free, but it wasn't comforting.
2: No, no. Uh, not at all. Even like it's so bad. It was at the time, it's gotten better. This was, This has been like five years now. At the time, I once I came up with this idea, I, I bought all the gluten free products at a grocery store for my parents. My mother's reaction when I opened the packages was it smells like dog food. <laughs>
1: by the way it may have been that if you gave it to the dogs even they wouldn't eat it
2: yeah exactly like this isn't something you would want to feed to your dogs so i'm like holding this package of cookies they're ten dollars and i'm like maybe i could just put them back on the shelf i'm like no i need to buy them now i open them so i buy them and i throw them out before i even leave the store so the package of cookies doesn't even get into my car right it doesn't even get back on the on my shelf at home and in that moment i remembered i went to yale business school as you mentioned and i had the the fortune of having Barry Nailbuff, who is one of the founders of Honest Tea as a professor, and Seth Goldman, who I haven't met, but he's like, you know, a big deal at Yale because he's the other co-founder of Honest Tea and it's this mission-driven company. And I remember they just started the company literally in their like kitchen and then walked into a Whole Foods, put their their tea in a Snapple bottle. Everyone's heard the story, put their label on it, walked into a Whole Foods and that was it. And so that's what I did. I literally was like, Left my job. I was like, I hate this job. I'm gonna make the best gluten-free cookie in the world. I don't. It was just that moment that literally like pushed me over the edge. I was like, <laughs> the, I was like, the world deserves a cookie. People like me deserve a cookie. Like, just yeah. how hard. Yeah. It is. Um. So I so I incorporated my company. I I started testing recipes in my studio apartment. It took about three months, and heart like people ask me like how long it took me. I baked. Twelve to fifteen hours a day, every <laughs> single day for three months before I had a cookie that I was proud of and that was stable and that I could. Yeah, ma- I, I, I
1: want to put it on pause for a moment because let's let's analyze it. Let's just cause it call it a hundred days and twelve hours a day. So that's twelve hundred to fifteen hundred hours. If you use that, let's say um, over the course, that's a, that's a year. It's a year of work, and and then at the moment I'm going to call it flubber. Now you don't know what I'm talking about when I say flubber. You have to look it up. Everybody should do a search for flubber. It's one of uh, Disney's greatest movies, made 50 years ago probably, and it was an experiment in something that was better than rubber called flubber. But do you remember when that cookie? When you tasted the cookie, that you said, "This is it."
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. It was I was like, wow, that's the best cookie I've ever, t- period. Like, cause I've I've eaten all the normal cookies at this point in my life. I know what a cookie should taste like. I'd been baking cookies my whole life with wheat flour and I was like this, because it was it's a brown butter cookie, it was caramelly. it had that butterscotch. Wow, it was sweet, it was soft in the middle, it had just the right amount of chocolate. I was like, this is it, this is it. And so I, I was still, like, in the mindset of research and development and prototyping. and But I was like, you know, I'm going to do what they taught me in business school, and I'm going to go get some feedback. So I put my cookies in a tin – like, I bought some coffee bags off of Amazon, just some craft tin tie coffee bags. You could buy them for fi- 50 of them at a time. I have an art degree, so I designed my own labels, put labels on the front and the back, just copied the other wait a minute.
1: I want to unpack something for a moment, put her on pause. I know I'm doing this frequently, but it's important. Carolyn went to Colby College. Now, again, I'm going to mention to you Colby College. It's one of the best schools in the United States of America. I'm just letting you know. Very few people know it's a small school. It's not inexpensive, by the way. It's one of the best schools in America. And she has a double degree in, uh, what is it, studio art and economics. So you're talking about brains and beauty coming together. To create this packaging, because she understands that packaging is important. What the eye perceives, it now makes the mouth water. Mm-hmm. And when you open it up, and now she's delivering on the promise. Let's let's hear this. Because she made a lot of purchases that didn't deliver on the promise.
2: They did not. She's no,
1: delivering were- on the promise. I'm I'm saying this because we have a so many people that I encourage to be entrepreneurs. And I don't care if you're working in a in a company with 10,000 or 50,000, 100,000 employees, or you're working in a company with 50 employees. You're your own entrepreneur. And, and you need to understand that delivering value means that what it is you're representing is real. And now you can Honestly, like honesty. walk into a Whole Foods or at any other supermarket or any other place where food is being offered and knowing, knowing that this is good for people. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what I a also, feeling.
2: Yeah. I also in that moment decided to put my name on the packaging. So every package from then until today says handcrafted by Carolyn. And that has really helped guide me and my principles and the quality and who I partner with and What I allow the product to be, because once you start going, there's all these other external forces trying to get you to do something that may or may not be in line with what you want. But just having my name on that packaging makes it crystal clear what the product has and needs to be. So I walk in. So I'm like, okay, I I create this one bag of cookies. It's the best cookies I've ever made. I walk into the Whole Foods. I live on 72nd Street in Manhattan. I walk into the, there's a Whole Foods on 86th Street. I walk in not knowing anything at this point, just being like, I just want to talk to someone about cookies. Maybe this is the place. I walk in, I go to the information booth and I say, I make gluten-free cookies and I, you know, want some feedback. The woman looks at me earnestly and says, yeah, go talk to Chris at the bakery section. I was like, okay. So I walk over to the bakery and I'm like, Chris, and there's this man standing behind the cakes and he goes That's me. And I go, hi, I'm Carolyn. I make gluten-free cookies. I have celiac disease. Um, I'd love some feedback. And he goes, yeah, let me taste them. He takes one bite and goes, that's the best gluten-free cookie I've ever tasted. <laughs> he goes, my name is Chris. I'm the team leader here. And I don't know what that means. He goes, go down to Union Square and go down to Brooklyn, go to the Whole Foods there. Ask for the team leader. It's Stephanie. I forget the other person's name. If we all email the regional team at the same time at headquarters, they might onboard you. Um as part of our food forager program. And I was like, okay, great. And like, so like I go from like feedback to like, okay, okay, Whole Foods. Um, I end up going down to Union Square, but Stephanie's not there. She comes in on Saturday. So I go back Saturday morning before 9 a.m. because apparently that Whole Foods is crazy at 9 a.m. on a Saturday, talk to Stephanie. Stephanie says the same thing. She goes, this is the best gluten-free cookie I've ever tasted. because we have this other brand. We sell millions of them. They're not even edible. I was like, I know, I know. She goes, just by the way, our entire regional team is at the grand opening of the Harlem Whole Foods right now. All of them are up there. Get in a cab and go up there. So I'm like, timing is like everything at this point. I jump into a taxi cab. I, go I, mean, up-
1: I hope it wasn't a taxi. Was it an Uber or a taxi?
2: I don't. It was a taxi. I don't. I, I didn't. Wow.
1: Know no, I like it even better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a taxi. A taxi. Like, go. A taxi from 14th Street to 120th Street. It's no small. Right. One.
1: <laughs> it's fifty dollars, but who yeah. cares?
2: Yeah. Um, So I jump in this taxi, and we. I go up there, and I walk into this Whole Foods, and no one's in there because it's brand new and brand and it's huge. So it's also it's like physically imposing, and I'm like, oh geez, and there's 40 people just standing in a straight line as you walk in in business suits. And I'm a little intimidated, but then I'm like, I walked to the end of the people and I was like, Carolyn, you're a stockbroker, get your stuff together. And I turn around and I ask for, so Stephanie had told me to ask for Terry. And I, and I go, does anyone know where Terry is? And this gentleman and a woman are like, yeah, she's over here in the bakery section. Um, they ended up being part of the cookie team and they Escort me over to Terry, and I'm like Terry. I make and I'm just like yelling and throwing cookies at this point. (laughs) Like I'm like I'm Carolyn. I make gluten-free cookies. I have celiac disease. The cookies on the market are terrible. Try my cookies. And this was a Saturday. Everyone came over and tried my cookies. And I was being onboarded to Whole Foods by Monday. And this was like like, I incorporated my company. I'm sorry.
1: Did they place an order right then?
2: They so first you have to onboard to the system. So that actually took like six months. Thank God, because at the point this time I was baking cookies in my 24 inch oven in my studio apartment, which is you can't sell cookies from your apartment, right. that's not legal. Um, so it's, onboarding took a full six months. That's standard, it takes three to six months in the industry to onboard. And I got my first purchase order January like 5th of 2018. So I incorporated my company in April of 2017. I get onboarded onto Whole Foods by July and then my first order by January. Of and that they've, been,
1: they've been selling out.
2: Ever since. Yeah. So Whole Foods was just my, I started with three Whole Foods for the first year. I was making my cookies by hand. So I was still working in finance i got a job at edward jones because they agreed to pay me 90% of my salary at jp morgan or at uh, my hedge fund and i was like okay let's see how long this lasts and okay, up wait a
1: minute wait a minute on that high note let's just do a quick break again you, we urge you patronize the people that support us because they're good we wouldn't have them otherwise we'll be right back with carolyn more mighty licious after this don't go away good day everybody Oh, something special for you, amazing. Sometimes a great notion comes into the world and changes, causes a shift that benefits everyone. Isn't that wonderful? Everyone benefits. This time it's called Einstein Cares. That's right, like Albert Einstein. Einsteincares.com. E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N-C-A-R-E-S. Einsteincares.com. Go there and sign up to be aware of when the site launches, because guess what this site is all about? Its mission is to give $1 billion to charity without costing any giver a penny. Okay, I'm going to say it again. The mission is to give $1 billion to charity without costing any giver a penny, and it's based upon something everybody loves to do. Show up. Have fun, give money at no cost. Go to einsteincares.com. That's einsteincares.com and register now so that when the site launches, you will be amongst the first to know about it. So you can shop, earn money and give money at no cost. What a wonderful world to even be thinking about these things. einsteincares.com, do it today. You'll thank me and you know you love thanking me Best wishes. Bye now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good looking people. Remember, you're good looking. so you're always looking for them, finding the good. Have we found good? If you're not enjoying this with Carolyn and Mighty Licious, I'm saying the name three times now Mighty Licious, Mighty Licious, that's the name of the cookies. These are fabulous. I eat them, I enjoy them. It's just it's wonderful. But the story is what animates. And it's just fabulous to have quality product that is driven by a mission that is actually beneficial for people. I mean, just think about it. This is the United States of America. And I'm saying this, Carolyn, you don't have to correct me. I think it can only happen here. The genius of America still is that this is opportunity place. This is where things happen. It wouldn't be the same in France or Italy and Germany and certainly not in China or in India. It's just, hey, that's the way it is. Yep. And now look what she's bringing to the world. Yep. So we only have a few more minutes left for us. To stop, but I just let's just talk for just two or three minutes about this, this whole wonderful thing. By the way, the word joy is a great acronym that stands for Journey of You. How do you like that, Carolyn? I love that. Journey of You. Well, that's what this is all about, isn't it? it Joy, it, that's why you, it, this Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I actually, I want to talk about fun because we've thought, F-U-N-N, the four-letter word, we've thought a lot about the branding and I put a lot into the artistic Um, value of my packaging and the branding. And it was really important to me that we had a logo that spoke to kids. And the reason for that is when you look at a lot of the brands on the market, they were invented, you know, 10, 20 years ago. But to quote a buyer at Walmart who said this to me, she said, they're very trite. And I was like, I know. And a cookie is fun. A cookie is meant to make you smile. There is no other purpose.
1: you, capital N, capital N.
2: Then for a cookie, then to make you happy. It's supposed to be a fun thing. It's supposed to be exciting. You're supposed to like want to eat a cookie. And I think that the gluten-free and some better for you brands have not embraced that. You don't like look forward. I certainly didn't look forward to having a gluten-free cookie. I just stopped eating cookies and baked goods unless I made them myself. And I wanted to bring to the world something that is better for you, that is simple, that is pure, that is clean, that is allergen-friendly for everyone—not just people with celiac disease, but the entire allergen community—that they can eat, that they can enjoy, and they can feel safe. But Ooh. we <laughs> emphasize fun and joy. We don't all right we're always safe that i can't even be in a manufacturing facility that has wheat like i'm i am not i can't i react to it i understand you can inhale
1: it and it hurt you i
2: understand the seriousness of it but this is an indulgent fun satisfying treat that you want to eat and you should not eat a whole package of
1: <laughs> <laughs> by the way carolyn just described the joy of living podcast didn't you Fun, joy, and safe. Yes, yes. Uh, We only have a few more minutes. Uh, This is just so wonderful. I'm going to ask you three questions. Are you ready?
2: Ready. First
1: question, will you come back again?
2: Of course, this has been great.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Number two, you only have 80 seconds to answer this question. I think I know the answer, but I'd rather hear it from you. Carolyn, Mm -hmm. what is your most fervent desire?
2: Oh, that is such a hard question. I think my most fervent desire is um, artistic freedom. I want to like, I want to have an impact on the world that is just driven by my heart, and that requires capital, <laughs> capital and passion, and that's what I want. <laughs> I want to like, I love this company and I, I've been doing it for five years. I can do it for 10 more years. But I think about like when I'm retirement age, I want to like have meaningful impact and have the autonomy to decide what that's going to be.
1: Okay. And the third question, may I give you a hug? Yes. In front of 372,819 people around the world. Let me tell you what hug stands for. You ready? -hmm. Heartfelt, unlimited giving on the count of three. One, two, three. And you, blessed people, this show is only about you. Carolyn, she's fabulous. Barry Shaw, what a great guy. But it's all about you being the best you possible. Thank you for making use of your most valuable asset, your time to tune in to the Joy of Living podcast. Because, you know, we talk about the three fundamentals. We work with them. Life, your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life like wonderful Carolyn, you go mad. You make a difference in the world. And the third is to unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms, and you'll be happier, healthier, and wealthier. WWW, what a wonderful world. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day. That's what a cookie does. Or like my eight-year-old niece says, you put this on your bag and spell it S-M-I-E-L, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in, causing, rethinking, enabling all to excel. That's what Carolyn did, and she created this shift in perspective and you got to keep your f in place so all the other stuff happens shift your perspective and then utilize internalize and leverage the six most important words you'll ever use in your life choice not chance determines your destiny she chose to heal herself to think about what could be done and look what happened within 48 hours and now moving forward in an important, important company that brings happiness to people. Use four-letter words like love, life, hope, free, give, pray, play, swim, and tell the world to F you, capital N, capital N. So after the show, you see your family and friends, do that. Point your finger with a big smile to say, F you, capital N, capital N. Where'd you get it? Barry Shore wants to teach the world to F you. Use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day, consciously, conscientiously. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to harmonize and network kindness. Everything you want to know about Carolyn and what she's doing, go to barryshore.com, barryshore.com. Barry, Shore.com, it's all going to be there. Share this show with five people. I didn't say 50 or hundred thousand. Hey, you want to do that, great. But five people will impact one and a half million people. Keep bringing your family and friends and give us a great rating because it is a great show. This is all about you and it's all about fun. It's all about joy, the journey of you. So wonderful, Carolyn, we're going to give a blessing from Carolyn and Barry. And the blessing is go forth. Live exuberantly. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Carolyn, don't go away, okay? Okay. Good day. Beautiful, bountiful, beloved, and little beings, and good-looking people. Remember, You're good-looking. she always looking for and finding the good. You are on Insider Tips from the Joy of Living podcast, and I am just really, really happy to introduce you to someone who's going to make a difference for people that are specifically in Southern California. Now, I will say, though, that this information will be transformational for you, for anybody who lives in a climate very similar to Southern California, which are three or four places around the world. So listen up, because it may even affect where you live. We are honored. I mean, honored to have a man who is dedicating his life his energy, his time, and his knowledge to the ability to make water conservation a way of life so we can save our most precious asset. Now, your most precious asset is your time. So you're investing your time and you're going to learn about how you to utilize the most precious asset we have on our planet and specifically in Southern California because you're about to meet Chris Sarabia. Chris, if I start reading everything about you, it will take the rest of the time. So I'm just going to leave it and say you are the man who is dedicating himself to water conservation as a way of life. So let's just jump right in and tell us what, in fact, is water wise Landscape and what are the benefits? Why should anybody do this?
3: Right, right. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate your time. And so, uh, what is a water wise, water wise landscape? So, a water wise landscape is basically a, a, a garden or your uh, front yard or any area, open area around your home that you uh, plant low water use plants or California native plants or trees or shrubs or wildflowers. Um, it's with the intention of conserving water, right? And so Uh, You know, not only do we uh, save time by planting these plants that are low maintenance, but we're also creating habitat. These plants are very beneficial to uh, pollinators, to bees, to butterflies, uh, as well as other beneficial insects. So you're not only saving, you know, water, saving your time, but you're also helping to save the environment at the same time.
1: My gosh, Chris Sarabia is the Messiah. He's saying not only do we save time and money and water, But we're allowing the planet to function and get better with pollinators and bees and all kinds of things. So let's talk about, can you name three, just three, water-wise plants that are specifically beneficial for Southern California?
3: Well, you know, that's a hard one. There's so many native plants and low water use plants that are so great. Um, But three, three off the top of my head, uh, sages. We have different types of sages, white sage, purple sage, but all the sages are great. They're all low water use. They all have these amazing flowers. They're beneficial to insects. Uh, The other one is a toyon. Toyon is a small shrub that you can make look like a tree. And it's beneficial to birds it provides shade uh, great habitat value um and another one is milkweed Milkweed is milkweed is a great plant that uh helps a monarch butterfly we've all heard about the monarch butterfly decline so milkweed is a great one with a beautiful flower low water use and it just does great uh in our landscapes and uses low amount of water which is what we're talking about today
1: so well, let's just rehearse sage which is a great name anyway that's hello means you're smart <laughs> Uh, milkweed. And what was the second one? How do you spell Toyon.
3: it? Toyon. Toyon. T O Y O N. It's a the beautiful. T
1: Y O N. Toyon. Right. Well, just yeah. think of uh, something you like to play with a toy. Well, a toy. Now, I'm going to make mention several times in the next couple of minutes. Everybody, everybody that's watching, listening, I don't care where you live in the United States or the world, go to saveourwater.com. Save our You can follow this at, at Save Our Water on Twitter and Instagram. You can go at Save Our Water CA, which is California, on Facebook. So many places, but just start. Save our Save our water.com. Wonderful Chris. Let's just talk about where we are right now. We're in the season in the northern hemisphere called the fall or the autumn. So why is now the best time? the most optimal time to begin planting these water smart plants.
3: That's right. Uh, a lot of people don't think uh, the fall is the best time to plant, but it is. it is. Uh, you know, the summer's behind us, things are cooling down. We start to come out in the evenings, take our walks, right? And the plants really enjoy this time of the year as well. So this is when uh, our plants start to spread their roots out,, uh, they start to grow, they start to really take advantage of of this lower uh, temperature before it gets too cold, right? And so uh, we recommend that people do their uh, replanting or transform their yard this time of year. Um, You know, we also get rains uh, around this time of year into the winter. And so those rains are so beneficial to our plants. It's, It's free water, but you're also mimicking, you know, actually not mimicking. This is what nature would do uh naturally and water the plants so these plants are adapted to the rain at this time of year so it's just the best time to plant all around and um, also i want to say that there are seasonal rebates so it's best time to plant not just because the plants want it that way but financially we benefit By looking up rebates at saveourwater.com and seeing what we could take advantage of Uh, there's a lot of rebates going on throughout california and we put it all in one place to make it easy for people to find that information you don't have to you know google for hours we put it all in one place so check out the rebate section in the saveourwater.com website saveourwater.com
1: and rebates for those who don't know means Money, <laughs> you not you can save money. In other words, if something normally costs ten dollars, it may be available at seven dollars. It's called rebate. We call it save money, save money, save our water, save our environment. Do this because it's good for you, it's good for the plants, it's good for your family. Everybody wins. What an amazing way to live, Chris. You are such a breath of fresh air. Well, let's just talk about. Interestingly enough, what do you think is the biggest mistake that can be easily avoided for those who are not natural gardeners?
3: Right, right. Continuing on the theme of low water use and saving time, uh, Overwatering, overwatering is, is one of the biggest uh, issues we have. It's it's not only wasteful, but it's detrimental to these plants that don't require that much water. A lot of these low water use plants um, and California native plants use about 50% less water. That's that's a big amount of water, right? And so keeping that in mind, you want to learn uh, how much water the plants you're putting in, in the ground use. So you can go to websites like cowscape.org and type in the plant and it'll tell you exactly how much water those plants use. And then you can start to group your plants based on water needs and water them all together, you know, 50% less water. And, and just really uh, minimize that water use and make sure those plants, um, you know, don't get over-watered, don't don't die. And then it saves you time. That's 50% of your time to go enjoy whatever it is that you like to do in your evenings. Maybe it's enjoy the plants, watching them grow.
1: So Chris is such an upbeat guy. He uses the word enjoy, enjoy. And I'm going to tell everybody here, I love using the four-letter F-U word. So I'm going to tell it to Chris right now. F-U, Chris, capital N, capital N. That's how we spell fun on this show. (laughs) Putting in the right plants and doing the right amount of water and learning about it is fun. That's fun right. For you, you can teach others. Whether you have kids, grandkids, relatives, just this is fun. Saveourwater.com. Saveourwater.com. It'll be. It saves you money. You'll have more fun. You'll enjoy life. You're adding to the environment. I can't think of anything, anything more wonderful than what Chris, what you're sharing with us right now. So, we've told people where they can get more information. Saveourwater.com. You mentioned about a place to get information about the exact plants. What was that again?
3: Calscape.org, as in California Landscape. So, Cal-scape? all the plants are there. Calscape. That's right.
1: Cal-scape, not Cal State. No, Cal- Calscape. C A L S C A P E, Calscape.org.
3: Yeah, dot org. That's right.
1: Saveourwater.com. You'll save money. Everything is designed, you see, the genius of Insider Tips and having Chris on today is because everything we do is designed for you to be the best you. There's nothing more beneficial. We're going to tell everybody F-U, capital N, capital N. So we only have another minute, wonderful Chris. First of all, I want to say thank you again for being here. The biggest mistake you can avoid is overwatering. You don't want to do that. So you're going to save water. You're going to save money. You're going to put in plants that are beneficial. Life can't get much better. So in 30 seconds, wonderful Chris Sarabia, what would you give as a message for people in these remaining 30 seconds?
3: Uh, start small, uh, You know, f- experiment, have fun with it, have fun, like you said, F U N N, right? This that's what it's about. That's what it's about is having fun, starting small, don't get overwhelmed, and just do the best you can because you know, working together, we all can save water, help the environment, and and have fun with it.
1: And our message on the joy of living, first of all, thank you, wonderful Chris, is go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Thank you. Wonderful, Chris. Best wishes. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at veryshore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends too. See you on the next episode.